Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He is sports man for all seasons. He loves politics and basketball the best, I think. You see I was him afraid, everywhere. Dino, that when he made it big like Saturday Night Live, he wouldn't take our calls anymore. That's true. He's getting a little nervous. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith joins us on the AT&T hotline. He doesn't AT&T. forget where he came from. Yeah, he doesn't. Hey, what, what do you think of that Saturday Night Live skit, Stephen A.? It was hilarious. <laughs> it really had me cracking up. You know, I didn't know anything about it. I hadn't seen it live. Uh, you know, they had it online or whatever the case may be. And the sports center Sunday morning while I was in L.A. had told me about it and said they were going to air it. And, you know, that's the first time I had seen it. So I was surprised, but... It was really, really funny. Yeah. I give it to him. I couldn't see anything. I thought you know, it was so all I could good. do was laugh. Steven, you know what's so good is they will bring it back. I think, you know, it's a recurring character. Right. Yeah. I, I think you're not going away, and neither is this guy. He was better than their Obama impersonator or their Romney impersonator. So I think it's going to be a regular feature, pal. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, if if I'm worthy, so be it. I'll take it. You know, as long as as long as he's that funny, I can't hate on it. Hey, I, I've always wanted to ask you this, and I always forget to. What does the A stand for? Anthony. Anthony. Okay, that that answers that. Uh, Celtics last night. Brandon Bass is now king for a day in Boston. And I guess Stephen A. If there's anything we know about the Celtics, and we don't know a lot about them, is that they never do it the easy way. They never make it easier easy on themselves. So that suggests to me they're going to go to Philadelphia and lose tomorrow night, forcing a Game 7 back in Boston. Do you see that scenario playing out just about like that? Yeah, that's the, that's the way I see it. I wouldn't be surprised if they won the game because they're talented enough to do it. And, you know, they had, you know, the 76ers in the palm of their hand for Game 4 and just gave it away. Uh, but at the same time, I, I just see that, you know, even though they could easily go into Philadelphia and win, they have made it difficult for themselves. And Philadelphia is playing with house money. They have nothing to lose because they know none of us expect them to win anyway. And so they, they've they got athletes. They play hard and tenaciously. They've got guards who can shoot over the shot, plus like to play some defense. They don't mind getting physical. Um, and they're exceptionally well coached by Doug Collins. So I just look at it as, you know, game six is a game that they could easily win, and I could see them doing that and pushing Boston to the brink yeah. before Boston closes the deal. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think uh, Philly will be uh, be thrilled just to push it to game seven, and then in Boston will have the, the, the sense of urgency in game seven back here. They take it. They meet up with whom, uh, Stephen A., Indiana or Miami, and what, how do you see that playing out, the Eastern Conference Final? I think Indiana's, you know, their the opportunity was game four. Yeah. If they had won that game, they would have been up 3-1, to one, and I don't think Miami coming into that game with more pressure than they had experienced in recent memory. I think if they had not won that game, it would have been down 3-1. It was a wrap. Indiana would have closed them out in game six. But they didn't do that, and I expect a similar situation in Boston-Philadelphia. I think Miami will protect its home court the rest of the way. Um, I think that, you know, they've been awakened, and Dwayne Wade will respond. He'll work in tandem with LeBron James, and there will be enough. So I think that Indiana's still tough and rugged, and they've got length. They play defense. They play with a lot of heart. They're not scared. They think that they're deeper. Uh, that they've got a better bench and they have better coaching 
than a Miami Heat. That's what they think. Yeah. And so because of that, I could easily see them winning game six. That's... But losing game seven back in Miami, too. When you mentioned Wade stepping up, that's not what you said Saturday night. I saw it, and you said, LeBron needs to take the ball and, <laughs> and do it all, right? Yeah, but he wanted, his job is to be funny, not accurate. Oh, that wasn't I, that, that, they didn't, That's something they didn't... I would say about Wade, not necessarily LeBron. Hey, Stephen, LeBron, uh, in an effort to establish the legacy that he would like to establish, does he have to do more than than win a championship? Doesn't the manner in which he wins a championship, meaning stepping up at the end in a critical juncture or two with, you know, time running out, down two points, make a three, make a drive, uh, two plus one, and and take over a game, not just take over a game because we've seen him do it, but take over a game in that critical spot where he has been criticized, where he shrinks rather than rises to the occasion? Well, it would help. But what I would say to you is that it's not necessarily hitting a game-winning shot or anything like that. It's playing the way that he's been playing and producing throughout a game and even in a fourth quarter. He can't go four straight fourth quarters of the NBA Finals like he did last year, scoring two points or less. That's just embarrassing. It's unforgivable, and it's the kind of thing we focus on. But I think as long as he steps up and produces and plays his game and does the things that he's capable of doing for the most part and showing that there's no difference between uh, from him uh, between the playoffs and a regular season in terms of him embracing the moment and going for it, I think he'll be just fine. He just can't come up small. And he can't be the cause of Miami's defeat. You got to be able to look at somebody else and say they didn't do this, they didn't do that, and that's the reason that we lost. Don't get me wrong; he'll still be held accountable to some degree, and they'll be on him. But at the same time, you know he's been a, a phenomenal player, a three-time league MVP, and as long as he plays like that, I think that he'll some of the heat will be taken taken off of him because Chris Bosh is hurt after all. Do you think, uh, in spite of their own established legacy, the big three, or big four if you want to add Rondo, and the Boston Celtics, based on their age and injuries, are not built for the long haul this year? In other words, a trip to the finals? No, you're asking me about Boston? Yes, Boston. I don't think, though. I don't think that they Listen, Rondo is one of the best players, one of the best point guards in the game. There's no doubt about that. And Paul Pierce went healthy is a great closer. But we've seen what's happened. Paul Pierce is not healthy. His knee has been bothering him. Ray Allen is not healthy. His ankle has been bothering him, and he reaggravated that last night. Avery Bradley didn't play. He's got that shoulder problem. So it's really about Rondo, and it's about an aging Kevin Garnett. Quintessential leader, future Hall of Famer, big-time performer, etc. But at the same time, you don't look at anybody on Boston and say they can win it all. You just never felt that way. And there's no reason to feel that now because they haven't shown you anything that says they can. Mm. Where, where do you think uh, Garnett will play next year, Stephen? I have no idea, to be honest with you. I mean, <clears throat> I think that when you think about Kobe and the Los Angeles Lakers yeah. and his relationship with Kobe and the fact that his contract is expiring and he can go where he wants to go for the veteran minimum, I don't think you can rule that out, but it's very, very difficult to say right now. It truly is. Oklahoma City eliminating Kobe and the Lakers last night. Is that a symbolic changing of the guard, or is that a real change in the guard, Stephen, in the West? 
Well, I, I, I don't, you know, listen, you, when you look at the Western Conference, you've got Oklahoma City and you've got San Antonio. It's that simple. If you look at them right now, the San Antonio Spurs look like the best team in basketball. They don't have a noticeable weakness. They rebound, they defend, they hit perimeter the shots, they have a post game, they you know, they've got spot up three pointers, they're rough, they're not scared of anybody, they're experienced, they play defense, uh they've got they've there's been an infusion of youth on their squad on their squad and Leonard and Green and others and they're exceptionally well coached. They do not have a weakness. Not at all. And so any changing of the guards hasn't changed for so much yet because you got to knock somebody like them off, a four-time champion. And I don't see anybody doing it, to be honest with you. Hey, to the surprise of no one, there's a coaching opening in Orlando. Do you have any idea who gets that, that gig? And, and where, do, where does Stan Van Gundy go from here? Well, first of all, we don't have any idea who's going to be the next head coach. You know why? Because Orlando doesn't know. They don't know, they don't know anything right now. They, they, They're a very confused organization. Dwight Howard hasn't the told them. Um. You have a guy, you have a guy, and, and this guy, Alex Martin, he came in <clears throat> a few months ago, he took, and he took over. And he got on Stan Van Gundy's nerves so much, uh, he usurped the authority of Otis Smith, didn't let him do his job. And what he has done, essentially, is kiss up to Dwight Howard at every turn. Uh, worked the family, had them throw the guilt trip on him, you had the bomber crying, I don't want my little boy in the big city. You had the daddy that desperately wanted his son to stay at Orlando. They helped guilt him into staying. That's what they did. Um, and so now it's a situation where he got rid of Stan Van Gundy, which was predictable because after you dined out the organization to tell the world that upper management told you the White House was trying to get you fired, you don't do that. And so you knew Stan Van Gundy was, was gone from that moment. And then you have... Otis Smith, who was never allowed to do his job because he wanted to trade Dwight Howard, and they wouldn't let him. So now they are where they are, without a coach, without a GM, and without a superstar who wants to be there because Dwight Howard wants to go to Brooklyn, and he will let him. He will let them know that. Oh, excuse me, in an official capacity, soon enough. He wants to go to Brooklyn with uh, Darren Williams, or does he have other ideas of putting together? No, his he wants own to team. go with Darren Williams. But more importantly, he wants to go in an environment where there's no tradition, where he gets to start it on his own as opposed to having to live up to the kind of tradition that somebody else created. It's that simple. Hey, who do, who do you think's the best coach in the NBA? It's a tough call. Um, for me, I love, I love Doc Rivers because I believe he's the leader of men. He's just phenomenal. But at the same time, Greg Popovich, obviously reigning coach of the year, right. is right there and deserves a lot of credit. And Tom Thibodeau has done a fabulous job in Chicago over the last two and, years. And what if those what, are my top three? What if what if Doc were in Miami or Popovich were in Miami right now? What would you say about the Heat? Well, I say if if Doc was in San Antonio, it would be what it is right now. They'd still be favored to win it all because he certainly wouldn't take a back step. Uh, from what Popovich is doing. And what if he were, um, if he were in Miami, yeah. I think they would be better because I think LeBron James would be better. Right. I think somehow, some way, he would know how to peel out from LeBron James whatever's inside of him and he's, that he's holding back. I just think Doc Rivers is the ultimate leader of men. Right. I truly do.
I think he's a phenomenal coach, and he's a phenomenal leader. And he demands and commands a level of respect. Um, and and just just you giving your all are just as good as anybody that has ever coached this game in the modern era. So he's that good. Was Skip Bayless hurt that he was not uh, parodied on Saturday Night Live? Because <laughs> or is he beyond parody? Uh, is this Skip beyond parody? Yeah, yeah. Is that a trick question? Would that be? Would it be oh, redundant please. if they if they did a parody of Skip? Would that be redundant? I don't know, but I, I think he. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they ultimately got him. Yeah. I tell you that much. He thinks he's beyond parody. I did, I think not. I think it's the coming. Joker. The Joker is alive and well. And he is not beyond parody. I, I think it's coming. There was such a positive reaction to the air. They're going to add to the thing. Yes, they're going to add to the thing. And it can't be that hard to come up with a Skip Bayless. He's hilarious. It? Believe me, he can be parody. Hey, Stephen A., we appreciate you getting up and uh, getting up early and talking basketball with us. I don't know how often you make it to Boston, but I'm going to put you on hold. Chach wants to get some mailing information. We're going to send you a nice restaurant gift certificate to Davio's when you get to Boston for a great meal. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You take care. Thanks. Stephen A. Smith put him on hold. He joins us on the AT&T hotline. AT&T 4G LTE speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G. I think we should send him a Dunkin' Donuts first. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.